You have to pick a platform that you love, that you like to, that you feel comfortable with. With me, it was Instagram, right? So I just went all in in it. You're listening to the Hirsch Condos Digital Experience. Welcome everyone to episode 30. It's number 30 of the Hirsch Condos Digital Experience. I'm your host today, Jody Litvak, and I am sitting with social media guru and broker from North Capital Realty. This is Corrado. Corrado, how you doing? Great, man. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Now, now I'm going to give you the backstory on how I met Corrado because this isn't a long relationship, long-standing relationship. Yeah. It will become one. Yes. But uh, I called Corrado about two weeks ago. I was on Instagram. I had come across his page. He was promoting a pre-construction project. And the first thing I noticed when I went onto your profile was that it did not look at all like any typical pre-construction agent's profile. And, and to top it off, I mean, I guess it's the cherry on top. You had over 120,000 followers. Again, not numbers that are typical, mm-hmm. at least to uh, for agents and brokers in Toronto and the GTA, the, the, those follower numbers are not typical. So immediately I said to myself, I need to meet this guy. And, and so here we are. Yeah. And, um, we're really going to be able to give our uh, listeners, our viewers, some incredible value today because we are going to learn the secrets behind how you were actually able to grow your account to over 100,000 followers in three years. But before yeah. we get into the main course, I want to find out a little bit more about you and how you actually landed up taking on a real estate career. Yeah. Well, it all started from soccer. So it, from day one, I my dream was to play professional soccer in Italy. And uh, I went to Milan, got scouted by Gianpaolo Montezano. And yeah, I was training over there in Italy. I could have signed a big contract, but got homesick. I wasn't mentally ready at the time, right? So when I, whenever I'd come back to Toronto, I used to do these freestyle soccer gigs where I got to meet a lot of people. Cool. And uh, once I got booked for a club event and I, I, I freestyled for like maybe a couple, couple thousand people, I think that night I brought like five like freestyle basketball soccer, tricks. Soccer oh, sorry, tricks. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I meant soccer it's all tricks. Good, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically, I would do tricks with the ball, right? And uh, that night I brought 500 people. Wow. And I remember the club owner is like, "Hey, why don't you like you know bring people here every Saturday?" Well, where would you get where, where at the basketball? Where where did you get 500 people from? Just my friends. You have 500 like, friends. Yeah, people that would come out because prior wow. to prior to doing that, like I was a little bit into the scene, but not really, but. When I brought 500 people, the club owner is like, hey, I'll give you like two bucks a head for everybody to bring. So if you do the math, it's a thousand bucks. Right. Right. So it's cash money. I was young. It was a lot of money at the time. And uh, yeah, so I kept doing that. Then Adidas, I did stuff with Adidas, Tennis Canada. And that's how I built my network for the promotion stuff. Um, From there, I, I started a big nightclub promotion business. Uh, I was throwing events with like over 5,000 people a year. And uh, I basically transitioned to real estate because I saw a lot of the clubs were closing. So I decided to get into into the real estate business. And when I got into it, I didn't know I was going to do pre-construction right away. Uh, I kind of tested it. Like I got my license thinking like, you know what, if I like it, I like it. If not, I'll do something else. Right. Yeah. So I got into pre-construction. It was very similar to to promoting both businesses complement each other right 
And yeah, I, I started selling volume for builders. So my mentality getting into real estate was that I'm a marketer. I'm okay. not a, like I happened to do real estate because I was, you know, I invested my own money in it, mm -hmm. but I'm a marketer and that's, that's what I'm going to do. And if it doesn't work out, I'll just get into something else. How right? much would you say that the, um, obviously marketing plays a huge role, but the sales side of it, uh, do you have a natural knack for sales? Is that yes. not? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it comes from, I guess the promoting and starting businesses at a young age. Um, throughout all that process, I forgot to mention something crazy yeah. that happened in my life is I opened up an extreme PETA franchise and I lost $300,000 and that taught me a lot about business and how to negotiate and, and deal with, you know, making, making the right decisions, you know, so I had to lose $300,000 at, at, at a young age to understand and how to make the right decisions. What did, what did that loss teach you? Oh, it was the best lesson ever. Yeah. yeah. It taught me like how to do proper due diligence in anything that I do. Um, I needed that lesson cause I was stubborn and I yeah. thought that, you know, I was able to do anything, but I needed to lose and I needed that beating at a young age. Cause I was able to recover really fast. Cool. Yeah. I mean, not cool that it happened, so, but cool, I but cool I get it, yeah. that you, you, you're able, a lot of people don't come out of those scenarios yeah. and take the silver lining. So, yeah. uh, you know, and it might take some time to find that, Yes, <laughs> but yeah. nice that you were able to, to find the good in, in that. I think what we really want to get into the question that is on everybody's mind, they're probably yeah. waiting the last five minutes. Okay. Corrado, we get it. We know who you are now. Now tell us the juice. How were you able to effectively grow your Instagram and social platform yes. accounts? Uh, but specifically Instagram to over 120,000 followers in just three years. Yeah. You have to pick a platform that you love, that you like to, that you feel comfortable with. With me, it was Instagram, right? So I just went all in in it, okay. doing whatever it takes to, to build that platform, spending time engaging, commenting on people's stuff. What I would do is I'd put out a lot of videos and I'd, I'd figure out the one that performed the best organically. What was the content, uh, the uh, nature of just, content? Just about real estate. I would okay. talk about real estate and, you know, like maybe pre-construction or uh, assignments, whatever it is. Just, just explaining. A tip, a yeah, tip of the day, tip. something simple, right? Something simple, okay. right? And if it performed really well organically, then I would put money towards it, just boosting the post or um, doing brand awareness ads so from an the ad manager side. So an interesting um, way to do things would yes. be, let's say you made five videos and released them over the course of a week yes. to see, uh, and then gave them a little bit of time to get the statistics, the likes, yep. the shares, all of those things. Yep. The one that performed the best the following week, you'd keep yes. it running and you'd put a certain amount of ad spend behind it. Exactly, yeah. Well, talk to me because this is interesting, something mm -hmm. you do, um, but talk to me about fusing your personal life with your professional career. How have you found success with using this method of fusing your personal and professional careers together? And, and more importantly, what are the benefits of yeah, doing this? Yeah, it's a huge benefit. Okay. Right. Because what you're doing is you're using, let's say you're into soccer or you're, you know, like I used to be a nightclub promoter. So what I'm doing Thursdays is I provide this live stream with a really good DJ and we make people have a good time. The purpose is to actually get people to, you know, have fun and smile and, you know, they can't go clubbing. Right. My job back in the day was to make people have a good time, mm -hmm. bring them to a nightclub. And so I'm thinking now, what can I do to bring some value? 
Um, not a lot of realtors are, are doing that. Like, you know, maybe somebody's into fitness and they can make videos about fitness and not, you know, they're not really making a video to like sell, sell a property. It's just about fitness. Well, right. Corrado, what, yeah. what would you say to somebody, you know, who, who argue against you say, my investors aren't into Thursday night DJ parties. Yeah. You what never you know. Say? You never know who you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Never know who you're going to get. It's weird. The calls that I get the following day after the live, after the, the Thursday nights, digital party Thursdays, it's like well, the type of calls that I get, people are like, you know what, Corrado, where one guy called me the following day. He's like, you know, thanks for doing this. Like it actually put a smile to my face. Like it was good that, you know, you're making people have a good time. Right. It's interesting because a lot of people seem to know how their database spends their money. And if that was the case, they would have an upper edge on how to be able to target market and everything. But the truth of the matter is many realtors out there have databases that start in the thousands, if not go up into the tens of thousands of people. And to claim that you know what your database spends their money on, how they invest, what their interests are, would be preposterous. Exactly. Yeah, you don't know until you try it. And so so, uh, I think it's really unique to be able to take a DJ um, side of like Thursday night social and run that through your business account because not everybody is looking to just get sold in business. As you can see today in our, in our, you know, social media centric world, it's, it's, uh, the, the simplest thing like Hirsch, for example, the other, uh, a few weeks ago left his cell phone on his roof and then drove away. And then there was a whole story we created about Hirsch's mission to find his cell phone. Absolutely nothing that we'd have nothing to do with cell phones, uh, (laughs) finding them, replacing cracked screens. But we shot a story about the adventures of Hirsch finding his cell phone. And he does in the end. And it's a, it's a, and the amount of response we were able to conjure up from a, um, an interesting, funny little personal yes. side of who we are versus a strictly straight business was was um, was probably more uh, engaging than yeah. many of the other and business that's, posts. That's how you, you grow your accounts, mm-hmm. right? By doing things like that and and making it engaging for people. What right. would you say are the two key points for somebody really actively looking to grow their account um, as organically as possible? What would two takeaway pieces be for them to remember? I would say don't focus on growing your account. Like don't say I want the followers. Okay. Right. Focus on putting out good content that's different, unique. Think outside the box. And if you do stuff that other people are not doing, then it will click. Right. And there's always room for quality at the top. Right. So like a lot of people are like, am I late in the game? Mm-hmm. You're not, if you're unique and you try different things, you know, that's what people want to see. Right. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and all these social platforms, they want you to spend money. True. Right. And that's something that, uh, you know, that you, you need to have a budget, you know, if you want to grow it faster, spending more money will help you grow for sure on ads and, you know, different campaigns that you can run. What per- Before yeah. we go, what yeah. percentage of your business uh, do you think you do off of social media? All of it, like majority of it. Like I didn't even have a website till like, like, I don't know, maybe six months ago. So like you're a proper all of website. the deals you do typically yes. come from a social media post. Yes. 
pretty much. Majority of my deals are from people I know and all my social media stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for stopping by today. Thanks for having me, man. This you guys was, are awesome. This, this was amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing episode. Uh, it was episode 30. And uh, I'm Jody Litvax signing off. We hope you guys have an amazing day and we'll see y'all real soon. Later, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Condos Digital Experience. Stay tuned for more exciting content. Subscribe to our channel and make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. <laughs>